0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust progressive progressive casualty insurance company and affiliates price and coverage match limited by state law.
1: And so we have two more questions. This one, I think it'd be a quick answer here um, because this is something we're going to get to more as the season goes on. Um, this is an email from will. Um, if the Bruins are a bubble team mid- at midseason, would you move Allmark for a two C um would he fetch more than a rental and i think that that is something that we need a little bit of time to answer still um and we did kind of just talk about whether or not they needed to see um so just quick thoughts on this so that we have time to get to the last question
0: yeah i think if you're the bruins first you, you as you said like you want to see if you feel you already have your solutions in house and i would say even if zaka and patra Aren't, you know, as long as like they're having good seasons and you, you see an upward tra- trajectory, I think that probably puts the Bruins in a position to still kind of continue to play the waiting game and, you know, give those guys a chance. Um, now, if one of them struggles or Patrick gets sent back, maybe that becomes more of a possibility. Um it also all depends on what the market's going to be because it's easy for us to sit here and say, like, well, if Linus Almar's having another really good year, you should be able to trade him for a second-line center. And it's like, okay, but that means you got to find a team out there that needs a goalie that's... If they're trading for Linus like they're probably a contender or close to it. It's probably a playoff team. And is any playoff team parting with a second-line center? So then it's like... Are you getting a third team involved? Like it gets really complicated really fast because it's just not as simple as, Hey, Lena Salmark's playing well, let's go trade him for a center. Um, you know, if it was that simple, they might've done it this summer. So uh, a, a lot of moving parts on, on that one for it to even potentially become a possibility.
2: Yeah. The timing of this proposal is, is where it's tricky because Scott, you said it perfectly. Like what, what, what team is trading for a number one goalie that's willing to give up a a top two center. Like you, you, you nailed it. It's likely a playoff team, right. Or a contender. And that's just not something that makes a ton of sense. Right. Um, And chances are, if you're a playoff team, your goaltending has been decent enough to get you to that point. Um, So it's, it's, it's really, it's really kind of an off season move in my opinion. I mean, you mentioned maybe they can get, Creative with a, with a third party, but I don't know. I just, I just, I feel like if you were gonna trade Linus Allmark, and maybe they tried, right? But I think you try to. The general rule in sales is to sell when the asset's at its highest, and and you know, coming off of a Vesna Trophy performance, this may have this past summer may have been the best opportunity for the Bruins to move Allmark for for the for the greatest return. And if it wasn't out there to be had then then they, they they forewent it so um but i don't see i don't see a, a scenario where a trade deadline move happens with all mark i just even for the bruins right like i mean it's is he that i don't know i would say i would lean no um and of course we need to see as we mentioned like does patra and, and zaka fulfill what we think they could do um uh, so it, it's Ask me again in you know three months and three or four months and we'll have maybe a more of a specific answer. But even then, the scenario is still tough because I don't know what what team would be would want to trade for a number one goalie and give up a an important asset in return. Um, so
1: okay. okay, I will get to our last one and it was a comment on YouTube which also had several comments beneath it in disagreement. So. Uh, let me read it. It's John left this comment on YouTube for us. It says, "Can we all agree this current roster has no chance to win a Stanley Cup? Toronto will destroy this team." And that was met with some comments below it that were talking about how Toronto maybe isn't a better team on paper than the Bruins. So just thoughts on maybe how they how the Bruins stack up against Toronto and it, that this is this team on paper, this Bruins team on paper, a team that has a chance to make it past a team like Toronto and Carolina and make it to the cup final.
0: Yeah. Uh, I certainly do not think we can all agree on that, John, because um, the the Bruins still have enough to be a playoff team. And as we saw last year, if you're in the playoffs, you have a chance. And I think the, I think Toronto we we all picked them to win the division, so yes, on paper, I put them ahead of the Bruins, but their defense could really struggle. Like They clearly took a step back defensively this offseason where they lost a bunch of the depth that they had added last year because they had their own cap crunch, and their two big additions were John Klingberg and Tyler Bertuzzi who do a lot of things that I like, but Playing good defense is not among them. John Klingberg is an offense-first defenseman who has never been particularly great defensively. Tyler Bertuzzi barely plays defense. Like, it, you, you love a lot of the other stuff he does, but he is pretty weak in his own zone. So, um, that look, this is like the formula that Toronto had for years where they had a ton of offense, but their defense and goaltending victimized them in the playoffs. It very well could be that same formula again for them. So no, I would not. I would not be conceding right now that Toronto is going to destroy them or anyone else in the playoffs because they are they're a flawed team and they might be able to fix it, you know, as the season goes on. But right now, no, like that's a team with a pretty clear weakness.
2: Yeah, and as we learned last year with the Bruins, like even teams that you feel like have no holes on paper, like there are a lot of intangibles come April that that play a factor. Expectations, outside noise, you know, just there's a lot of reasons why you can you just can't. I mean, like 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 Scott said, if you're a playoff team, there's a chance. I mean, the Bruins had such a better roster on paper than the Panthers did, and I would also say so did Toronto and so did Carolina. But you know what? They had one player in Matthew Kachuk who was just playing all world, and you know they 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 had a hot month and and it got them to the Cup final. So I mean, I definitely think Boston's a playoff team. Um, it's it's kind of two different points he's making. He's saying, uh, can we agree that the Bruins aren't going to win the Cup? Well, okay, so that's put that off to the side. And then Toronto will kill them. It's two different things he's saying. Uh, I've never once seen Toronto beat Boston in the playoff series, and I think Boston has far better goaltending goaltending and defense so while the bruins certainly have question marks i'm not going to sit here and put toronto on a pedestal that they have not deserved yet i mean it's kind of like um like when you play mario kart back in the day you see the three little guys on the on the things going going to the top and and toronto hasn't done anything they haven't, they haven't won a grand prix at scott so i don't know what, what this guy's talking about but as far as the um as far as the stanley cup prediction i mean like like i said what team can you point to right now that that you can sit there and say for sure like yeah they're going to win a stanley cup only one team can win and and chances are the team that wins the cup has their flaws because there's no there's no perfect team out there. So I don't know. Let's just see what I don't know, John. Let's let's see what let's see what happens here, buddy. I don't want to you know damn the Bruins for being two and zero right now. And there's a lot of promising <laughs> things right now with them.
1: I wouldn't gamble on hockey. I mean, I don't gamble anyway, but I would not gamble on a Stanley Cup champion to start the season. I don't care what the odds are. Um, I just think the Stanley Cup playoffs are one of the least predictable. Uh, seasons in out of any of the major sports. Um, it's, it's just so up in the air. There's no definitive. Oh, this team can't make it or can, if, if you make the playoffs, you can win the Stanley cup. So uh, we've seen it happen before. And yeah, it definitely seems like a very strong statement that we we don't agree with. And some of the other commentators, commenters, not commentators, but, um, Don't agree with either. Uh, So that was our last question for the mailbag. Thank you to everyone for sending that stuff in to, we got, we got everything. We got emails. We got comments on Twitter. um, We got comments on YouTube. And if we didn't see yours, we apologize, but we will be doing more mailbags, especially when there's kind of a gap between games. So we'll be able to get to whatever you guys want to ask at some point. Um, When we do another mailbag episode, so, or you know, we don't even have to do it. We can just throw one of them into a random episode too. does Doesn't matter. Um, if that's the main focus. But we do have a fashion segment, Brian. I want to get your opinion but on this because Brian is the lead before fashion can analyst I, here. Sorry, Scott.
0: Uh, can I quickly throw out an answer to one of Jim's other questions? Because we definitely don't have time to answer all of his. Sorry, Jim. But he he asked if we think there's any other rookies who could play in Boston. Uh, this doesn't have to be a long one, but I just made a quick list. If something happens to Swayman or oh, all and they have to miss time, Brandon Bussey's playing. Um, I think Mark McLaughlin's pretty high towards the top of the list of call ups, you know, along with guys who aren't rookies, but Mark McLaughlin is technically still a rookie because he hasn't played enough NHL games yet. If they need a center and his development goes well this year, Georgie Merkulov could be a possibility. Um, Fabian Lysel, we know had a, you know, a disappointing camp in preseason, but Hey, if he goes down and tears it up, like a second half call up isn't totally out of the question. And on defense, just because we've seen years where you get down to your eighth, ninth, 10th defenseman. I think Mike Callahan looked like a player who wouldn't be out of place. If you had to throw him into an NHL lineup for a couple games, uh, here or there. So that's, that's my list of other potential rookies.
1: All right. Thank you, Scott. Yeah. I forgot to go back to all of those questions and uh, check off maybe a few more of the five or six or seven (laughs) questions that we got. We can get to them at a different time, but anyway, we've already gone kind of long and I made this beautiful fashion segment graphic. So let's do it. (laughs) Uh, Brian, the Jersey that we want to talk about is the mighty ducks looking anaheim ducks jersey mm. that is kind of like a maroon purple and i think i yeah. know you well enough to know what your opinion on it is but go ahead
2: yeah yeah it's the old it's the old jade and eggplant i mean look i i'm not gonna hold back any punches here i think it's the biggest travesty in sports that the that the ducks have abandoned this this look for the last don't look now but like 16 17 years whatever it's been um you know the 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 Mighty Ducks. Disney sold the Mighty Ducks back in 2006, I want to say, and and yeah, the, they just rebranded the team to the orange and black with the you know the literally gross, disgusting makes me want to vomit on my sneakers. Uh, Web Web D on their jersey, um, and and well, Brian, why did they go to orange and black? Oh, well, because they were trying to emulate Orange County, California, the the pride of Anaheim, and it looks like shit. So, um, I'm really glad that they, they went back to the, uh, the old colors and now it's just a matter of, I think the, to answer your question, Bridget, the jerseys look great. Um, it's not the, the traditional logo, which by the way, when Disney sold the ducks in 2006, they also sold the logo. So for the longest time, I thought Disney sold the rights to that original logo. They don't like when you sell the team, you sell all that stuff. So I think the team if they wanted to, which is why you see it on their orange third jerseys, they can use that logo still. So the the original ducks logo isn't being used it's kind of a hybrid wild wing logo but nonetheless i think they look sharp um the ducks can easily go from the worst jerseys i think in all of sports to you know a top five uniform in hockey if they just make that simple change and go back to their old colors and right now i think it's just a matter of time and a waiting game until that happens i think it's probably going to be in the next couple of years hopefully they do that um but i'm glad that they went back to it and uh, side note, they are wearing those jerseys against the Bruins because you bet your ass I went on their third jersey schedule on their website, and they are scheduled to wear those jerseys against the Bruins. So I'm looking forward to that one.
0: There you go. A reason to stay up late. Um, I love that. Yeah. I think that, that game is 8.30, right? So that, no, it's not even that late. No, um, but the,
1: the first one on Thursday is at 10.30. So yeah, and so it's
0: Tarks. so is Saturday in L.A. Um, yeah, I mean – it, it, it is so like, like, I actually think there's a way that orange could work for some team because that is a pretty unique color in and of itself. Uh, you know, really, I think it's well, like, Oilers use it as a third color, Flyers, obviously. Um, maybe someone else I'm not thinking of off the top of my head, but the Ducks already had such great colors, like, they already had such a unique color scheme with, uh, you know, the. Purple and teal, or whatever that the what is it? Eggplant and
2: eggplant and jade, Scott. Eggplant, yeah.
0: Jade. jade is the official color, yeah. So that was already such a great color scheme. Like so that's to gonna change.
1: be Brian's. That's gonna be Brian's wedding color scheme. Eggplant <laughs> and jade. <laughs> Get the bridesmaids in the eggplant color dresses. And, yeah. yeah, and
2: the only and the only meal options are duck. So,
1: oh no, <laughs> no.
2: Mm -hmm. yep different different variations of duck
0: did the only time i ever tried duck was uh this is a very random place and won't seem like the place to try it but uh it was at a college hockey regional in worcester it was part of the media meal and uh it it was okay it was okay I, i can't that was probably like 10 years ago and I've never felt the need to have ducks since then, but
1: maybe, maybe go to like France and try it. I
0: don't know. <laughs> gotta well, be a better place. I mean, what Wor- Worcester is the, the Paris of the Northeast. so
1: mm, That's what they say.
2: <laughs> well, Scott, that sounds awful. I'm sorry. I had to go through that. Um, what, what are your, what's your final opinion on the, on the jerseys?
0: I love them. Like, look, I, I wish it was the, the original logo with the, you know, sticks crossed and, And everything, it's sort of like the updated alternate logo of the duck build mask, which which is the best part of the logo anyways. So still still a very high grade. And if they ever just went back to this full time with the original logo, it's it's an A plus. Um, but I still I give these alternates a solid A, like nine and a half out of ten.
1: I knew I knew as soon as I saw them, Brian was gonna have positive things to say uh, about that Jersey. So um, I think that's it. I, I, I concur. I like, I, I like them. They, they got a lot going on um, in a good way. So uh, I think that's it guys. Um, we are going to drop another episode. So I don't know if we mentioned this before, we're going to try to like be more consistent with when we drop our episodes. So Mondays, and Wednesdays are going to be good times for us to drop them. And then we all have different kind of crazy weekend schedules. So maybe that one's more up in the air because I work Fridays and Saturdays broadcasting and Sundays, Scott helps with Patriots coverage. Um, And so that might be more up in the air, but Mondays and Wednesdays we're going to try to be as consistent as possible with that. So um, I think, yeah, we'll we'll get to our next podcast after Thursday's game. So I don't think we're gonna want to record directly after because it's no. gonna be like 1 a.m. So um we'll try to try to get that up at some point Friday or Saturday, depending on when we record.
2: Yeah, I think I think in general Monday, Wednesday and, and Fridays look for them. Um certainly Monday, Wednesday, and we'll try to do consistently on Fridays, whether we record on Thursdays or not, but that's probably the general schedule to look forward to. And as Bridget said, like the third one throughout the week might be subject to change, but it'll always be three a week. And certainly Mondays and Wednesdays, they'll be dropping and Fridays, unless things change on a given week. So, all right. Anything else from the two of you? Nope. All right, Bridget. Great job with the, with the little headers in the bottom. They look very nice. Yes, uh,
1: I, I got creative yesterday.
2: Very good. Very good. All right. Well, thank you all for listening. We will talk to you very soon.